0: Well, thanks for tuning in. This is Sunday Recap, the weekly edition of the Grace Bible Church podcast, where we talk about life and faith based off of our sermons this past Sunday. For more recordings of our sermons, for more podcasts, visit begrace.org slash podcast. For more information about Grace Bible Church, visit begrace.org. I'm Joey Colon, the pastor with the dog barking in the background. <laughs> I'm Chris Webster, the pastor of Hiding in a Corner While My Kids
1: Do
2: Homeschool.
3: Jim Wilson, here I am.
2: I'm Dave McMurray, preaching pastor.
3: Well, we've moved from
0: my office. We've moved to social distancing studios last week. Mm. Uh, This week, we moved to self-isolation studios or maybe uh, work-from-home studios. I don't know uh, what the best bet is. So we're trying completely new uh, medium, completely new uh, everything. So if it's working, awesome. If it's not, um, we're recording a backup on our computers locally, and we'll try and make it all match together and get to you uh, something that's not working. But maybe, I think Chris is actually monitoring on Facebook Live. So if you want to comment and say something's broken We'll fiddle maybe and maybe we won't. Maybe we'll just keep going and we'll deal with it later. But uh, I think, uh, yeah, so we're using Skype now and we're all four on Skype. We're all in different locations. I was going to say we're all at home, but Dave is at his office at work. That's what it looks like at his work. That's not his home. Not my um, home. Jim is in his home. Chris is in his home. I'm in my home. Um, I have my kids here, I have my dog here, so there might be some noises and things, and and uh, there's the dog again, I don't know if you can hear it or not, you probably can. <laughs> it's the official dog of the GBC uh, Sunday Recap Podcast. Mm. Yeah. Yes, and there's my daughter yelling, nine, 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 stop barking, nine! <laughs> so it is what it is, and we are where we are, we want to keep trying to, to make things happen, and, and, uh, and try and continue to talk about the sermon, I wanted to talk a little bit about the service first before we got started. Um, so before we get into it, I kind of want to hear from each of you what the experience was like uh, this Sunday, and, and maybe some last Sunday too, I guess. This Sunday was more, I felt like, moving into like what this will look like if this has to last for a little while, or what this look like at least for the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was wondering, maybe... We can go Chris, then Dave, then Jim. I'd like to even hear from you what it was like, you know, because Jim, we kicked him out. We said, oh, man, go home. You cannot be here. Not really. We just kept it to 10 in mm. the service. We said 10 in the building. That's we're going to follow the rules. And uh, I guess to quote everybody who's talking about who's an essential worker and a not essential worker. Um, we told Jim that he was too essential, so he needed to stay home. So mm. That's right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was different and fun. Uh,
1: I guess for me, I guess the the weirdest struggle for me was just not having experienced it from the other side. So I wasn't really sure how to pastor well. Like, I think I I tried to choose songs that were, I always try to choose singable songs, but I was extra kind of aware of the weirdness of, of staring into your phone and trying to sing along or trying to sing along while your kids are running around the living room or something like that. Um But yeah, other than that, it was, it was pretty, pre- it was pretty fine. Yeah. I, I just, I think it is interesting. I, I miss, definitely miss the voices of the people in the room for sure. And, and seeing hmm. them
0: face to face and, uh but yeah, I think, I mean, you were playing to Dave and Autumn, right? So you had, (laughs) out of our ten people who were there, you had, what, one, two, three, four on stage, one in PowerPoint, one in sound, five, six, and then me running the video, seven. Yeah. Dave and Autumn were eight and nine, and then we had Joseph in the lobby to, like, talk to people who came to the door. Yep,
1: yep. He was just making (laughs) angry faces out the window, I think, is what he did. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, uh... What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, that was funny because I, I think I did make the conscious decision to not really talk much about standing up and sitting down because I think people could totally sit on their couch and sing. And then, mm. <laughs> you know, there's not that communal, let's all stand as a.
0: There's no peer yeah. pressure to actually stand yeah, up when yeah. Chris says stand up.
1: So I was watching Dave and Autumn like figure it out on their own,
2: like. Are we gonna stand up here or or not? And uh, I sat down, and my <laughs> wife was like, "He didn't tell you you could sit down." <laughs> I was like, eh, yeah, I want to sit down.
1: It was good. So that was going through my head I was like, <laughs> as I was, as we were leading. Uh, had the weird iPad uh, video on the side, trying to figure out if, where I should look. But uh, no, mm. it was good. I think moving forward, the biggest question for me is kind of, um, do we do more in, more instruments or strip it down? really simple um mm. to, to help he- keep people healthy um so i'm not sure what we're going to do this sunday still yeah still trying to decide but well
0: to still from what you did on sunday i thought it was cool that you did the like hey comment in this and had people interacting mm. uh with it so if yeah, you want to interact cool. in this stream and tell us should chris do full band this sunday or strip down band or just chris uh maybe we can get jim up there with the tambourine you let us know yes. what you want mm.
1: <laughs> dave whistling dave with the cowbell those are my
0: votes oh, don't start whistling oh <laughs> there it is <laughs> no, no. sorry if that hurt everyone's ears oh, sorry uh, but mm. so uh, any other thoughts from chris your perspective on what it was like what it felt like um i was encouraged someone um who is still there actually eric brown who's playing bass
1: uh was giving us feedback from last week when we, you know, we always live stream, but but obviously this was the first time we weren't uh, in person in the sanctuary, and he just said his his neighbor came over and they um they just felt like the the spirit was present and it wasn't it, mm. it wasn't awkward to sing along, and so that was really encouraging to me. Um and so, um yeah, I think I would appreciate that if you guys can can keep keep posting uh pictures or videos of of yourself worship worshiping along tell us how it's going uh that's really helpful to me just to see Mm -hmm. we're not just wasting our time i know we're not wasting our time but it's really great to hear positive stories as well so send them on in that that would be good for my heart and probably for for everybody who's working on it so
0: yeah yeah you might have to get out of your pajamas if you want (laughs) to not put a pajama picture on facebook
1: though so (laughs) good point good point
0: what do you think dave what was the experience like i guess you had nine Eight people to preach to,
2: so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it was a little weird. I mean, just for me, little mechanical things like standing on a different part of the stage throws me off a little Sorry, bit, you know. But yeah. uh, but I thought it was good, and and it was almost easier since there weren't many people there, and it was just a camera. It was easier to just look at the camera and think that I'm talking to the people watching. I don't know if that makes sense. When the week before, there were more people, um, and so it was hard to remember the people watching at home. I don't know, I don't know if that makes sense, but I was able yeah, to kind of focus in my heart and mind while I'm speaking that I'm speaking to people watching on screen. And I felt like that was that just made me able to focus more on those folks. So I enjoyed that. And uh, I thought the tech side of it went really well. I mean, I, I was just proud of you guys doing such a great job pulling it all together. So I was very thankful for your abilities. I know a lot of churches are just scrambling and, that you know don't don't know how to do a lot of this stuff, so I'm thankful that we've got gifted people, and um, you guys have been diligent to to make it to make it uh, high quality. So thank you. Yeah.
0: Well, and we had a lot of the tech already too, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Like there are people who just weren't doing it at all yeah. before, and we starting were starting from zero. It, so. yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: So yeah, y'all did a great job of taking what we already had and, and making it better. So thanks for that.
0: Yeah, I'm super impressed and happy we have Sling Studio. If you're another church looking at this and you're like, How should we do it? Sling Studios made us be able to be really flexible and adaptable, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what do you think, Jim? Oh, go ahead.
1: Oh, I was I was just I, that was another thing that was going in my head. There was there's this extra pressure to look really shiny and <laughs> good on video and mm-hmm. I think I still was wrestling with that. Um we've never been a you know, amazing kind of on purpose of broadcast. We've never just been the the fanciest thing in town because we're we're wanting that authentic like we're real life people and um so we're still kind of figuring that out i think embracing uh how do you yeah how do you just just be real um i I, and that's one of the things i loved about actually being live at that time if you can pull Mm -hmm. it off like being able to actually look at comments and stuff um but I, i feel that i don't know if you guys have felt that like there's a trap for us as leaders right now of thinking, oh man, this is all on me to help people. Uh, This is all on me to give them hope. Um, And that's a good, that's a good little bit of pressure to have. But I I was reminded during the week talking to another worship leader friend and I was encouraging him like, Hey, this is not all on you. This is just Mm -hmm. you speaking truth in a, in a simple way and and Mm -hmm. singing songs that are true. And so I was, I was reminded of that. So I encourage everybody sort of now that we're, all switching over into this consumer mode of watching the video. Um, just, yeah, just to, to be conscious of where, where your brain is going and thinking, not thinking about, uh, is this the perfect color? Is this the perfect camera shot? But, but what's, what are we actually saying? What are we actually singing? What am I, you know, how am I interacting with God and not just with a TV screen? So. Hmm.
0: Mm, no,
1: that's good.
0: What do you think, Jim? What was it like worshiping from home? Uh, well, that
3: was the f- yeah it was yeah I was at home and this was the first time we've done that so it was really odd to not be in a group of people sitting in a auditorium and uh, you know there are no other voices present so uh, I had, there was no problem singing along enjoying the singing you know I just felt like that worked really well. I thought mm-hmm. the slides were great with the stuff you did to them technically to make the uh, words show up bigger and all that. Mm-hmm. That really helped. Uh, yeah, and it was, I think one of the interesting things is we I discovered the watch party thing on Facebook. And so in the, about 10 minutes into it, we started a watch party. And I think this would be helpful for other people. You know, if, as a church, if we think of this as an opportunity to invite other people to it, Mm -hmm. you can do that without even talking to them. And we had Mm -hmm. half a dozen people join uh, the Facebook Live who, you know, they're distant from us by time, Mm -hmm. by space, uh, in other countries. And it was really cool to see these names popping up of these people that some of those we don't think are believers. And I don't know how long they stayed on there, but – but it was cool that we could do that through technology. So I saw that as a as an advantage in this time of lots of disadvantages. Uh, so, so we felt that was good. but the, it, the worship service to us was it was a little harder to focus because we have our own distractions in our house. I don't even have any kids or a dog so mm-hmm. but still it was a little it's just weird to be sitting there by yourselves trying to take notes and to listen closely and to pay attention. But
2: overall, I thought it was really good. Now, you have eight to ten pet deer. Were they inside with you during the service or outside?
3: You know, I've been trying to get them to come in, and they <laughs> refused to <laughs> join me. I don't know what their problem is. They're so shy. I think yeah. you're allowed to
0: force them. During some parts of the year, you can force them to come inside with you. <laughs> is that this part of the year? Uh,
3: yeah. The yeah the, for that? That?
2: Forcible deer invitations? yeah it's great <laughs> that's
1: awesome I about, <laughs> what about and
3: maybe throughout the
0: week oh go ahead chris
1: uh, i was just saying that that's another good thing uh feedback wise if any parents out there have good tips that have worked uh for like especially if, i mean anybody i guess so so non-parents <laughs> what has helped you concentrate and focus uh but parents especially since that's the, the world we're in what you know do you have things you do that have helped your kiddos uh take it serious or or stay still or you know, we, we have been posting, we did post the, uh, the printable sermon notes sheet. So if you didn't see that yet, that's out there on BeGrace.org slash live. Um, and we post it on social media too, but, um, but yeah, send in podcast podcast at BeGrace.org. What, how do you, uh, how do you keep your kids focused or how do you keep yourself focused? That'd be awesome feedback.
3: Yeah. And I was going to say too, uh, as a digital immigrant, I also found mirror casting, uh, and so I got that so I could go from my laptop to my TV. So it's on the big screen, which might help your kids pay attention more. Uh, it would be easier for them to watch it on that and be able to move around at the same time. So, hmm.
0: Yeah, Apple TV or Roku, you could do that just straight from the YouTube app, most likely. Most smart TVs, you could use the YouTube app, too, if you don't have that option, I mm-hmm. think. That's how I think Catherine's watching it on YouTube, on Apple TV. Hmm makes sense
3: good idea yeah
0: Uh, anyone else thoughts on the service i was going to ask about uh what about the rest of the week like how's the rest of the week different small groups or daily schedules
1: it's been crazy i think yeah Yeah. just uh i feel like i feel for dave i was listening to a podcast and uh, i think they summed it up in a good little phrase of decision fatigue and i don't know if that's how you're feeling dave but it's kind of like yeah, a thousand decisions, little decisions, uh, uh, you know, handful of huge decisions. Um, ha- how have you been mm-hmm. feeling about that,
2: Dave? Um, I think the ironic thing is I am an incredibly indecisive person. I don't know if y'all knew that about me, staff members. Uh, hmm. But from the Enneagram, I'm the nine, which is to like try to look at everything from every possible million angles. And uh, so this is, in a way, simplified things, you know so yeah ironically when things are crazy it's easier for me to make decisions it's not as exhausting it's harder when it's like little tiny you know decisions and stuff so i don't know if that makes sense but yeah that that hadn't been that much of a stress i think the biggest stress for me has been um just the unknown you know trying to trying to two-week plan and two-month plan and three-month you know and just kind of Halfway planning and then putting that on hold. Well, maybe that won't work out. Maybe it will. But let's kind of start a plan, but not really finish the plan too much. I think that's that's mm. been more, more weird and and uh, difficult. But obviously, it's not. It's not the end of the world. Can I say that? <laughs> mm, yes. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah.
1: I think uh, my biggest struggle has just been. I'm a focus worker, so I love to to mm. focus on one thing at a time get it done go to the next mm-hmm. thing have my to-do list out and it's just been constant uh messages and you know which is great i love i love that we can mm. we can communicate that way but for me i think uh, there's this low level of stress mm-hmm. of just i can't do one thing at a time it's like video call at this time and and uh facebook messages and texts and you know mm-hmm. and i think a lot of it's been great because a lot of people have a lot of great ideas um and so trying to it's been it's been a great we have a, a wealth of of new ideas of how to do things and just trying to figure out how to methodically go through those and say oh we can you know we can do this differently you can t- tweak this oh i got to change all these 10 slides to say something slightly different than than what we were and um, mm. so in communication land yeah it's been a little bit like scattered feeling for sure
2: mm. Yeah i think for me the other part that's been really hard is i I'm also kind of a focus worker, so that's there's just kind of been a buzz of distraction. That's been hard, but I'm a face-to-face, in-person communicator, so um, all the businesses I've ever worked at, I've had intercoms and phones, and I always prefer to get up out of my seat and go talk to people in the next room, so mm-hmm. um, so that's really weird to have to use technology constantly. That's, that's kind of hard for me. I mean, it's, again, not the end of the world, um, and thankful that we have it, but it's annoying. It's just a low level annoyance. <laughs> yeah. Well, get used to it. <laughs> it's gonna be around a while, I think. Yes. Yeah. We'll see. I'm gonna start yeah, carrying it's... like little dummies around and pretending I'm talking <clears throat> to real people or something. I don't know what it is. <laughs>
1: there was a there was a thing I saw floating around where people started putting on the the streaming cameras, they would put eyeballs taped on like paper eyeballs <laughs> and paper lips. And <laughs> yeah we can do that for you. <laughs> It I looked saw really a dummy. creepy.
2: Someone had put up a dummy next to their camera at another church.
1: <laughs> I was sitting right next to the live stream camera. So every time you were talking straight into the lens, I felt like you were talking straight to me. And I felt love. i sorry, loved. Chris. I, I know that was too much mm-hmm. personal yeah. contact for you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to hide, Dave.
0: <laughs> I'll bring all of Claudia's stuffed animals. Yes! And you could just talk to her we stuffed animals. Can line
2: them all up. Yes. Mm, I, oh, perfect.
1: oh, that was the thing about the service. Uh, Autumn mm-hmm. doing the kids story. I, I thought that was mm-hmm. great. I liked mm-hmm. it a lot. Someone um, said mm. we
2: should do like a story time chair. Makes it feel more like kids story time to have a chair. Ooh. What do y'all think uh, about yeah. that? Anybody say that to y'all?
3: Yes, it should be like a nice wing back chair that looks mm. like it. grandma's sitting down to read a story. Yeah.
0: If She's she... barely a grandma, but I guess barely. we'll allow it. Dave, Ma'am we threw Ma'am away
1: Ma'am. That, that lime green chair from your facts office. Facts for facts, Jerry. That's at my house. We didn't throw it away. <laughs> it's at my house. Okay, okay good.
2: <laughs> well, I got these new chairs <laughs> in my office. We could probably use one of them. Yeah, it's good. Yeah,
0: I was thinking when we were initially talking about it that it would be more like the Christmas. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw on. up. <laughs> <laughs> Motion sickness. Um, Dave's moving his camera around. Yeah. Um, i was thinking we were doing it more like the christmas story time where it's like sit down and Mm -hmm. fireside whatever but that's another camera angle so i don't know if i can pull that off we'll see we'll see what we can do Mm -hmm. i just need to borrow all of your iphones when we start service Mm -hmm. just have everybody's iphone connected to the system
3: yeah
0: well you guys want to talk about the sermon that's what we're supposed to do here oh yeah sermon i love talking about yes, yes yes all around all right cool well let's do it uh this week we're still in our Talking with God, the Ancient Art of Prayer series. Um Our Lenten series, we're on week five of a six or seven week series. Is mm-hmm. that what we're on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess every time. Yeah, cool, 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 good. cool, 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 cool. Week five of a six or seven week series. Uh This week, you were talking about praying in the powerlessness. Mm-hmm. And that's from Luke chapter 18. Uh, Verse 1 through 17, Mm -hmm. uh, your points were powerless prayers keep asking from verse 1 through 8. Mm -hmm. Powerless prayer... Sorry, I messed that up, didn't I? Powerless prayers keep asking. Powerless prayers admit sin, and powerless prayers are like children. Um, So before we jump into the points, anything about why you chose this sermon, about...
2: um, I don't know, that type of thing. I always ask yeah. you the questions. You can know what I mean. Well, so plan the series out ahead of time. So back to the beginning, when we started working on prayer, we'd been doing this prayer guide for a few years. So I, I kind of built the series on key texts and then tried to coordinate that with the prayer guide that, that I'd already developed. Um, so this was the text I was already planning on before any of this happened. And it seemed even more appropriate, you know, I mean, just uh, combination mm-hmm. of people having their kids at home with them. Um, and then the theme of powerlessness, both of those things just seemed to make it really perfect timing. Um, so I was excited when I was working on it this week. Um, and then next couple of weeks, I'm still trying to sort that out. If I'm going to stick with what I planned, this week's a little more loose. I had like three possible texts I'd set up for this week. And so I've been having a harder time nailing that one down. But, but this one was uh, the same one I planned on the whole, the whole time. And I thought it was really helpful. Anything?
0: uh, Well, I guess maybe we shouldn't start with anything you couldn't keep in, but you were very much on time this week. Mm -hmm. You did a, I mean, I didn't time you, but it was like, here are my points. Here's what they are. Let's Mm -hmm. knock them out. Ready to mm-hmm. go. And I think it was great. There's another live stream for, thing for you. We didn't plan our ending transition, so Dave said goodbye, and then there was nothing on the PowerPoint for me to throw up, and there was no music, and I was like, end, end the stream? I don't know. <laughs>
3: so I ended the stream.
0: Uh, so maybe I should I should not freak out next time. But um, anything? Yeah, let's not talk about what you cut yet. We can, okay. we can add that later. But we didn't do, I feel... Uh, a little out of the loop on it and maybe the reason you are closer on time is because we didn't do a Thursday preach ahead mm. um, so we didn't do a Thursday preach ahead this week and you ended on time so maybe it's our fault that you keep going over mm, I like that blame someone else <laughs> I bet you do, <laughs> I, I bet you do. <laughs> um, I'm looking through my notes and your notes side by side uh, I don't got anything for the introduction you guys got anything for introduction before we jump into points
3: well, I appreciated I appreciated the story because I've been there. Mm. <laughs> my, Rem- I mean, remind okay, me what I, that was. Ha- it was the, the st- pool table, which I yes. knew weighed seven hundred to a thousand pounds because me yeah. and a bunch of other guys moved one one time. But but my actual example was worse than that. It was me moving a car around as a teenager in the driveway Ooh. and it started to roll backwards down the hill. <laughs> and the only thing that stopped it was a fortunate concrete block that got under a tire or I wouldn't be here. But, but all you could do is is you can cry out, right? That's all you could do is cry mm. out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't stop it. Mm. Yeah. So that that really helped us see the picture.
1: Yeah. Mm. Good. Yeah, man. Uh, Oh, I think we lost Jim for a second. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, it's it's fascinating uh, talking to to other church leaders and things. Uh, mm-hmm. I I think there's this common feeling I have in this time, especially. We talk a lot about the sovereignty of God in our tribe, and I think that's beautiful and good. But there's still that, like, what what is this extra level of of interaction with the sovereignty of God? And I, I mm-hmm. think the way I, I've, I've been. Uh, stating it in my head kind of, although I think in colors and not in sentences, but <laughs> the the thought I came up with was, I think as church people, we've, we're comfortable with the idea of God's sovereignty, that God's in control, but we haven't been as comfortable with the idea of our lack of sovereignty, that we are not mm. in control. And so mm. so it's almost like we've we've neatly separated uh, the, yeah these ideas that, oh yeah, God's in control out there and i'm in control in here and and so that i'm in control here mm-hmm. has been stripped away a lot in the, in these times and so i thought your mm-hmm. um your illustration was was pretty perfect for that like when when you're trying mm-hmm. to hold up this enormous weight and you realize nope i cannot um mm-hmm. and that makes you go to a different place uh than maybe just encouraging people elsewhere that god's in mm-hmm. control it's could yeah. be you know needing that for yourself so
0: I think that color is maroon.
2: That's maroon. It is. It is.
1: It's like one of those Apple commercials with the exploding Mm. powder.
2: The question is, do you have synesthesia and can you taste shapes?
1: I don't think that's synesthesia. I think that is an illicit uh, substance.
2: Synesthesia. Synesthesia. We went there. there. (laughs) It's when people's senses get crosswired.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Well, I do think that that this time in history is causing us to see our powerlessness, for Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, sure. And I think it it will continue to. So, yeah, I agree with that. So, the powerless prayers, 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 prayers. I
2: had to research that to make sure I wasn't making up a word, but it's, it's legit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm just going to roll with what you put. I mean, I trust that you researched it and made sure it was good. I'm just trying to think, is there another way I can say it? People who pray, powerless who prayers. Pray. But that's like a lot of, a lot of words, words yeah. unnecessarily. Yeah. I would have put um, a dash.
1: Pray dash mm, E-R-S. That would have been what I did.
0: Mm, prayers. Yep. They keep asking. And that's from the first uh, eight verses, I think. And it's the story, uh, in context, the story of the widow who goes to an unrighteous judge, okay. right? Yeah. Um, and you had a great picture and I don't think we got any copyright strikes. I was nervous
2: because you checked. usually just yeah you usually just Google your uh, yeah. images and just throw up what you find, which I is not... I'm a little sloppy. And so I was actually more careful about that. I checked that it was public domain. Nice. Good, good, good.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, any thoughts on the first point, things we can talk about? If you feel distant from God, keep praying. If your mind wanders, keep praying. If you doubt his speed of response, keep praying. I mean, I just think... Super applicable to right now, right? Like yeah. people are gonna be praying for things that seem to not be happening, right, or mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. to being answered. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. That that well, came up.
3: Well, there's this sense that people think they can control what's gonna happen to them, and so if you have, you know, the Clorox wipes, and you have enough water, and you stay isolated enough. And you never touch anything that you shouldn't, including your face. That somehow you can avoid what's happening right now, and yeah, and and it's so far beyond our control. We can't imagine that we can't deal with this, right? It's and so it's got to be really stressful for people uh, to think they can manage it uh, in spite of what's happening. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I've.
1: St- yeah, that that's such a strange concept. I think this even came up in a past uh, Sunday recap about the the parables <laughs> Jesus told about the basically be like a annoying neighbor to God, and <laughs> keep banging on yeah. his door and getting up early and I, yeah, and I think yeah, that's just not what our culture does. We think I prayed about it and it didn't happen, therefore I'm done. You know, and so this this mm. really is a like keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, and the. Uh, Gosh, it's just a strange thing, yeah. Why does God ask that that, that of us? You know, it doesn't make sense humanly sometimes.
3: Hmm.
2: I like the kids' sounds in the background. Keep yes. those in there. Sorry about that. I like it. Those are real children, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe <laughs> That's what's happening. Maybe here's a question. They're paid actors. We hired them for <laughs> background noise, and they the just podcast. play children on TV. <laughs>
1: Maybe here's a question. It how so how do you discern between uh a prayer that you should stop praying and a prayer that you should keep praying? What's what's the watershed mm. decision of like sin? Mm. Watershed if it's is evil, stop
0: praying it. Mm. But how do you, I mean how do you know? I guess that's really the question, right? Cuz mm-hmm. if you're praying it, you probably don't think it's evil. I would hope, maybe
2: yeah i guess it maybe my i don't think i agree with the premise of the question
1: of Ooh. okay then explain that part that's even more interesting
2: <laughs> well, i mean you're you're saying jesus says don't give up keep praying and you're saying well how do we know when to give up <laughs> right
1: <laughs>
2: mm, interesting cool i can take that that's a good answer yeah that's just that's my know. idea i mean i say that as someone who has the exact same struggle like i'm Exactly as you described, I tend towards the like, I've prayed twice about this. All right. The Lord knows I'm done. Um, Yeah. Instead Instead of yeah, keeping at it and praying and praying and praying.
1: So the, so the verse that comes to mind to me is the, the, the famous delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm -hmm. I heard that mentioned in a podcast and I didn't know, um, Dave, you'd studied the language of that. He, uh, one of the guys said basically that the, the maybe the linguistics are different. Like we think of it as delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. He'll give you the things you already desire mm-hmm. versus, but what if it means he will actually put desires in your and heart? He reshapes
0: he, your desires, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he will give you the new desires. And I know we've said it that way. I just didn't know linguistically if that was really clear or just, we know that from the rest of scripture or that kind of thing.
2: Mm. We know that from the rest of Scripture. That's a cool. yeah, 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 I mean, we know that from the rest of Scripture. I'm not sure about the passage. I was just looking sure. at it, but I don't really have the time or the ability to figure that out that quickly, so I shouldn't try to look at it right now.
1: Yeah, but so with that verse in mind, then we can say, keep praying and mm-hmm. keep delighting yourself in the Lord. You know, if, yeah. if you separate those two, that's, that's when it's easier to fall into sinful praying. If you're just, you're not delighting yourself in God, but you are asking Him for things, that's a dangerous place to, to be. Um, but if you are delighting yourself in God and keep asking him things and he's going to shape, shape your heart to want the right things. Right.
2: Right. Yeah. And I, I guess, yeah. So to the other, to agree with that, yes. And let me add some nuance. I would say I'm not trying to bind people's consciences to once you start praying for something, you should absolutely never stop. That's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just, I think Jesus is just pushing back against the general, like feeling abandoned God's forgotten about us. He doesn't care. So why even ask? And he's like, "No, don't don't give up. Keep asking."
3: Right. Yeah. Um, I, I like that because when I think about that, I think the passage is really saying, "Don't be afraid to ask." Yeah. You know, we're we're afraid to ask because we're not sure. And, yeah. And God's saying, "No, you can trust me. Don't be mm-hmm. afraid. You can ask me."
2: Yeah. Chris is muted. Does um, I mute you? Oh, there he is. Okay.
0: Dave, Dave dropped a dime. He called you out. Chris muted his mic. <laughs> oh, Joey lets screaming in his
2: background, but Chris is hiding his screaming.
3: <laughs> oh, well, that's what that so, was.
2: Whenever I want to scream, I mute my mic. Is that the deal? Um. Yep. You can just way. put your. You can just put your head straight back and into the sky if you want to scream. Ah uh yep. that, that was <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> that good.
1: this is <laughs> high quality podcasting. This is gonna be like last for all time and have the highest listen rate ever.
0: I know. I was actually thinking of making an edit to our shot and making the live shot big and then the all of us little on the bottom so that whoever is mm-hmm. talking it pops up bigger, no one else, and I was like uh, but if I edit this right in the middle and I ruin everything, it's going to be even worse. Oh, yeah.
1: No, no, keep it the same because half the fun on Facebook is that you can see us all like fiddling around in the background, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not fun. Oh, man. Okay. I'm lost. Point number two.
2: Uh,
0: well, your application point, point number one was just keep praying, right? Even if well, I praying. guess I already brought it up. But keep yep. praying, keep praying, keep praying. And you brought up Romans 8. Um, that the spirit helps us even in our weakness. Right. And I think Mm -hmm. that is a good place to look to and to remember is that when it feels like we're just asking and asking and asking and nothing's happening, that the spirit helps us even in that, even in just knowing what to pray. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. Point two, powerless prayers, admit sin. Prayers. It sounds like I said prayers, prayers, yeah. prayers.
2: prayers. That's oh,
0: that's because it's written the same way, technically.
2: Yeah, yeah it, but, uh, it looks the same. It's what do you call that when it looks the same but it's pronounced two different ways, like holiday. read and read? I can grab my
0: wife; she would know. Yeah,
1: there's got to be a word I could grab that.
2: my wife; she would know.
0: Dave can't. Yeah. Know my wife know too, not. but oh. she's not here. <laughs> days in the office, not working from home. So this is uh, this is verse nine through through verse fourteen. Powerless prayers admit sin. Um, mm-hmm. You had for this um for this one you had the graph from is that Paul Miller graph? That's a Paul Miller graph, right?
2: Yeah, it's come from the Sunship materials, Gospel Center Life materials. Um, yeah, those are the two main places it shows up. But basically, everything that's published by that same group. It was in our Show Them Jesus book that we read together. It appears a lot of places that are they're all kind of connected to the same uh-huh. folks. And it just
0: talks about the more we understand our sinfulness, the greater we can understand God's holiness, right? That's kind of what that, and our appreciation of the cross, actually, so separate.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, probably as the Isaiah 6 passages, the famous R.C. Sproul made that famous, the holiness of God passage, where the... Um, atonement seems much more necessary and desperately needed when we see the holiness of God. We recognize, you mm-hmm. know, I'm a man of unclean lips. I'm undone. And then we see the need for forgiveness and grace. So yeah, growing growing awareness of holiness plus growing awareness of sinfulness m- means the need for a growing, bigger grace gospel cross.
0: Yeah, and and in context of I guess admitting sin and disaster, et cetera, was kind of where you placed it, right? So we're in the middle of a global pandemic and does it mean that it's because we're more sinful than others and we need to repent more than others, that kind of idea? Was that in this point? I think it was.
2: Yeah, I brought it back up. It was kind of else. like I felt like it was a related point because um, you can either say a uh, specific disaster means you need to repent, but then next week when there's no disaster, no need to repent. And so I wanted to bring up Luke 13, where where Jesus addresses this exactly, right? He says, there are two disasters. That doesn't mean these two people were more sinful than others. You all need to repent. So a disaster can remind us to repent, but it's not, I just think it's real dangerous to say. This specific disaster means person A is guilty of sin, you know, X, and they have to repent for, you know, we all have to repent. We're all sinners. That's, that's the biblical standard.
0: So if I catch coronavirus and you three don't, I'm not more of a sinner than you. Well, okay. <laughs> sure. <Those Yeah>. three <laughs> pastors who just said, well, so <laughs> I'm in trouble. I did not.
2: Yeah. Don't put that on me. Oh, yeah. You're no, you are correct. You are correct. Yeah. So, um, we're all sinners and the world is broken because of sin. And so, God can definitely chastise it. Like that's in the Bible. God can, God can lead, punish, limit, um, direct through events. Like God can do that. But when it comes to repenting of sin, that's just, we all need to repent of sin. Like that's a universal problem. Romans 3.23 makes it very clear that the religious need to repent of sin and the non-religious need to repent of sin. And our biggest human problem is our separation from God. Um. so it's like you, you want to be careful and not say that there's no consequence you know like we do a stupid thing there's consequences to it yeah for sure but on this point I think the point especially when you take Luke 18 and Luke 13 together is we just all need to repent we need to admit our sin
1: I thought um, this point I was having these meta thoughts uh, hopefully I can say this uh, it's hard to say those thoughts um, linearly but The fact that you even, um, what, what stirred it up was the fact that you even said all your points this way. Uh, I, I, I guess I was thinking, um, so I was thinking, oh, I feel like most churches would have said powerful prayers do this right Mm -hmm. versus powerless prayers do this, um, which, which it was fascinating. I thought was actually a great, great point. Linguistic confusion aside, um, but but so for the whole sermon you're actually doing this kind of admission of sin admission of powerlessness so this mm-hmm. point actually is doing the same thing um and i guess it's it is it is a strange conundrum of um po- we are powerless but our prayers are powerful because of the powerfulness of god mm-hmm. and so so you could actually say it both ways but the difference yeah. i think Especially with this point being being what it is, the difference is you could have uh, we two do two different ways of saying it. Saying um, you feel powerless, but you need to remind yourself that you're actually powerful. It could be mm-hmm. another way to say that's that's wrong, right? That's the non gospel way of just saying even though you feel powerless, you're not. You're so so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, versus what you're saying here, which is which is the beautiful gospel thing and the beautiful both sides of that chart thing, which is you feel powerless. Yes, you are. But through Christ, you have access to the most powerful God, to the only true God. Um, and so you press into this strange, confusing, but beautiful thing of through him, your prayers become powerful. And, and that's the actual correct context of that. Does that make sense? Like.
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I wrestled with that for sure. And that's why I ended where I did too, with Paul actually talking through that paradox of the the power is actually in the weakness and by depending on God. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: and that's the danger is is only saying one side of the story. If mm -hmm. you only start, if your your gospel message is you're a sinner, bye, right? Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) that's not the gospel yet you're a sinner and Christ died for you and adopted you as as sons and daughters and you have access to the father that's mm-hmm. the that's the full thing and that's mm-hmm. that's the beauty of what we're trying to say it needs both yeah. sides of that
2: yeah
3: i think there's a there's a thought that comes to mind that we can manage our sin that is i can say i'm never going to do that again and we promise that to god and you know we talk about it sometimes, but we weren't designed to be able to manage sin. Mm -hmm. God didn't make us like that. And so our admission that we have sinned is really saying, I can't fix this. I cannot manage this sin. God help me Mm -hmm. in this. Uh, So I think it's really a necessary part of our repentance is to just to confess and to admit that I'm not in control, that this is outside of my my capabilities as a human being. Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm yeah
0: yeah well your application for this point was understand the gospel better right have you heard Mm -hmm. it have you believed it um your second application point was to um then respond right um and you gave some options you said you could respond from this text or like this text right god have mercy on me (laughs) sinner Uh, Mm um what were some other options did you have other options
2: well then i went into then i talked about the ways we miss it uh so just like the pharisee we we might not pray the spirit because we religiously think we're good but there's also a tricky kind of romantic uh gosh i mean most of our unbelieving friends in the modern world are less of religious unbelievers now but they're kind of like too cool for religion and follow their heart and the romantic ideal and live up to their own self, you know, and it's, so it's kind of like a self-actualization, which is basically just another variety of Pharisee. It's just, you're a Pharisee of the modern secular age.
0: Sin. There's no such thing as sin.
2: Yeah, mm. <laughs> exactly. Mm. And
0: then you went back to, so, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Yeah. Okay. okay. Other thoughts
3: on point two? I heard a breath. Uh, it, it, no, I just want to go back to saying, because what comes to mind then is, Jim is saying, oh, don't worry about sin, just admit it and confess it, and don't try, because you're trying, is just trying to manage sin. And, yeah, I th- I'm not saying that, <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, I'm going to get your feedback guys on what you think is the alternative if you're if you're admitting that you're a sinner and you can't you're powerless to control or manage to get rid of sin in your life. What mm-hmm. do you do?
1: Mm-hmm. Cry out to Jesus.
2: Jesus helping, yeah, Yeah.
0: and and then you trust that He can help you, and then you move forward in that, and you start working on it, knowing it's not me that can do it. I can't do it. I would never be able to do it Mm -hmm. on my own, right? Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I think, yeah, it it, that ties in a lot to kind of the question or or the distinction I was trying to make in my own head of um, there's kind of this this stream of uh, confession that. I almost call it wormology. <laughs> oh, I am a worm, and mm-hmm. and um, and that's actually I th- I think that's even said in the Bible somewhere. I, I need to confirm that, but I think it's like the thought is not totally wrong. It's the staying there that's that's the wrong thing. Like again, the confessing your sin is is necessary, and knowing your smallness and your weakness, and and um. I think that you know the Puritans wrote a lot about our own just despicableness, um, and I, I've been trying to process that. I think because um, there's something good there too to not just have this huge self-concept, um, but but it's it's never moving on beyond that, right? Like Tim Keller would say, the the beauty of self-forgetfulness. Like if you in your warm all only thinking about your own sin. You're not moving on to the beauty of God that actually pushes out your sin, that the, mm. the, the, there's a greater joy, there's a greater treasure. Um, and so I think that's a, that's a lot of it is is actually studying the attributes of God, actually asking people to help you remember how good He is, how, um, praying for that as well, because I think there's, there's this worship breakdown, like we talked about, I guess that was last week, that's um, Understanding that under the hood, it's a worship problem. And so when Dave mm-hmm. said, do you even understand the gospel? So there may be people who think they're Christians, and when they can't escape this sin, that's a that's a danger that's a red flag of you haven't embraced the gospel yet, right? Like mm-hmm. um that's not always the case, I don't think, but but that is a a, a thing. But then it also, like if you have embraced the gospel and you're still wrestling with this, And it does come down to a worship problem at at its core. And that is, I mean, repentance is a gift from God. And so it it gets a little mysterious, but it is a crying out to Jesus thing. So Mm -hmm. anything to add to that? I know that was a vague answer, but.
3: Well, to to see it from another perspective, we're not who we used to be, right? And God has given us this new identity, and that's the way he sees us now. And so we don't have to claim that what we do is, contributing for us is to really believe that I really am what God says I am. I am in Christ. I'm a child of God. I am seen as righteous by God through what Christ has done. And that gives me the confidence to not sin. It gives me the ability to love other people. And if I'm loving other people, I sin less because most of my sin is tied up in sinning against other people, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a really hugely
2: practical step here and when you understand the love that we have in the gospel that god has forgiven us and there's not shame in our relationship with god Mm -hmm. then that frees you to say friend help me stop doing x you know Mm -hmm. help me stop complaining. help me stop looking at things i should look at help me uh with a budget help me stop stealing or stop drinking or whatever it is, you know, whatever the thing is you're working on, you can bring friends into it if you are free of shame. Hi, Diane. Uh, you can, <laughs> but if you're, if you're still under shame, then you're going to just keep hiding it. You know, like there's, right. it just doesn't make sense to bring friends in for support and help if you're caught in the cycle of shame. But if the gospel frees you from that shame, then then you, it, it's, it just makes sense to get, help from your brothers and sisters. So I think that connects the Mm -hmm. whole chain of like the kind of me and God only stuff with the one another's of scripture. And it, it brings those two things together.
3: Mm. Good point.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Love it. There's also uh, this like bringing together of your identities of, of man, this is going to be hard for me to articulate, but, I think when you're caught in cycles of sin, sometimes you're, you're denying what you're actually doing. And so there is this, like, so that's the beauty again, of this, this admitting sin thing is you you have to come face to face with what you're actually doing and the effect it has and the fact that it is against God and against others. So in the, in this, in this way, um, you, it's bringing together a reality of who you are and who you think you are. And then the same thing is true of the gospel is you have to remind yourself, I am no longer defined by my sin. I'm defined by Jesus's righteousness. And that's, that's this bringing together. So, both things are we can be kind of schizophrenic in our own view of ourselves, I think, um, either thinking we're better than we are and we're ignoring the sin and the truth of the sin, or thinking we're completely, as, as Christians, we're completely defined by our mistakes rather than the the good works of jesus um Mm -hmm. uh, so anyway i don't know if that made sense but it was a color in my head so there you go good color
0: (laughs) that's green blue (laughs) aqua i love aqua all powerless prayers are like children Mm. children come from Mm. uh verse what 15 to 17 yeah 15 to 17 yeah Mm you had a picture of kids looking through a window.
2: They were normal. Um, i to trust that with C.S. Lewis's looking through things so that you can see things. But the cynic keeps looking through everything and never actually sees anything. Versus the sense of wonder that children have.
0: Well, and the cynic could see, you know, all the smudge on the window or see the cracks in the window.
2: Yeah, I think this, for me, is one of the most helpful portions of the book A Praying Life by Paul Miller is his whole, he has about three chapters on praying like a child and escaping from cynicism and how cynicism is the kind of, cool secular posture of our age that's seeping into the church and how we do just how we view everything um but it's really helpful to me every time I reread this book that that's that part in particular is very helpful
1: mm. I had a a parental gospel moment a little bit when you were talking about this
2: oh,
1: oh sorry, sorry, <laughs> I was looking at the wrong thing um yeah, it's funny because I, in this, uh, you know, being trapped at home <laughs> time of our culture, I have noticed how often my children come and ask me for things. You know, that's been the hard part of working at home. It's, dad, I need this. Dad, I need this. Dad, look at this. Look at this. Entertain me. You know, and good and bad and all in between. And uh, I, I just was like, man, that should remind me of the gospel. That like, man, I should do that to God because god is not me you know and i get asked for a thousand things i i very quickly say i'm done i can't do this anymore i can't help you with that i, I need to you know <laughs> i'm over here doing this I, I i can't do this i'll do what i can i'll, I'll lovingly help you with what i can but uh, at some point you know i got four kiddos and four requests at the same time is impossible but with god that's not true he, you know, he always has time for us. He always has power for us. He's always there with us. Um, and so that was a, a thing. Like, hopefully, moving forward, I can be reminded in those moments of, man, thank goodness, God is not limited like me, and so I can come to Him like a little child with all of my little annoying requests of my own, um, and not feel like I'm annoying Him because I'm not. You know, mm-hmm. that's
2: a, that's a beautiful thing. Yes. Did y'all see the old the old video from? vintage 21 church like (laughs) 20 years ago, they like like, old Jesus movies and they redubbed like what we think Jesus is saying to us. And Jesus was like, basically saying, I don't have time for you, or you're not important enough for me. Or it was that kind of thing. And they were trying to illustrate through absurdity. Just the ridiculous things we think about God, yeah, that He would get annoyed with us and not want to be around us. <laughs> it was like, go away, you annoy me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, was really uh, it was farcical, not borderline not, blasphemous. Not. Yeah, it was very funny,
0: though. Yeah, it's always the good line to flirt with comedy, borderline blasphemous. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> but it makes you think.
2: I think really what they were doing is they were uncovering the blasphemous thoughts in our heads about, you know, Mm -hmm. mischaracterizing the character of Jesus. Hmm. It's our
0: fault, not your fault. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Other thoughts on it before we move to application or application application. Mm
2: -hmm. We welcome
0: children because it's a sign of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Welcome your own kids. Serve kids in mm-hmm. church in the community.
2: Yeah. Sunday school and youth sports will rise again. I like that one.
3: <laughs> 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 it's like,
0: but please not on Sundays, right? Sports,
1: on. <laughs> yeah, I think but Steve, our our high school, our teen director. Is like remodeling the entire, uh, the entire, <laughs> yeah. Youth you know? building. yeah.
2: He's, he's, he's having re- a second story. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. He's he's putting this time to use, man. He's he's ready. When they come back in there, it's going to be like gold paved streets and uh, mansions. Mm-hmm.
0: Later, <laughs> dude. I saw him post on on workplace. Uh, so that uh, thing's called on workplace? Like, hey, who wants to come help me put carpet in? Like that's not that doesn't count. That does not count as social distancing. Steven <laughs> is Steven his real name? Steve. Steve he Steven. said he said on he's Facebook. An extrovert. He's trying to get people to get he's mm-hmm. trying to get people together undercover.
1: He's wearing Extra a hazmat suit. Extroverts are getting sneaky right now, guys. Let's be real. Yeah. They're getting <laughs> sneaky. I see what you're doing, extroverts. He <laughs> did say You can come and put the carpet in, and I'll stand six feet away from you, wondering what in the world you're doing.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's good. That's a good start. All right.
1: right. Let the little children come, Joey. I hear them. I'll go
0: unlock my door and let the little children come (laughs) and join the podcast. I'm sure they're properly uh, ready to perform on a podcast. They've been prepped. Yes. Uh, There is.
1: I think the biggest the biggest thing for me on that this point um so so there's the obvious like yeah love on kids and and pour into the next generation i i you know i i tend to put everything back to me but i was thinking personally they're entering my thoughts to god and trying to mm-hmm. um like we talked about a few weeks ago waiting until i have an entire psalm-like prayer to present to him before i say anything and uh I just think that's another thing of coming like a kid to, to God is is just here's what I got, and even if it's immature, I know you you hear it and you can help me become more mature. But right now, this is all I've got. You know, um, this is my honest feeling and my honest thought, and I love that. I love that He hears that and doesn't doesn't push us away or or uh, yeah or say stop it. You annoy me, <laughs> you know. Um, Mm -hmm. So I just think that's probably an encouragement, especially to people as we as we grow older and we get more professional and and better at our communications, remembering to watch out um, to not do that to God too much and not to not to wait Mm -hmm. until we've already processed it on our own before we come and try to have him speak into it. Mm. Yeah. Good word.
3: Mm hmm.
0: I was going to make a dumb joke. I stopped myself, but I'll make it anyway. It was more than just a good word. It was a good couple words. Good. Might even good make good rat. colors. Good colors.
3: <sighs>
0: I'm dumb. It's a Marine. You're welcome. Other thoughts, ideas on point three, or on the conclusion, or the sermon overall? We're at that point where, where we've reached our time uh, threshold where I start to cut us off. So get your thoughts out before I cut you off.
2: Mm Go read A Praying Life by Paul Miller.
0: People got time. Mm hmm. I buy it from a local bookseller.
2: Mm Yes.
0: Um, thrift. Wait, we don't thrift. have any of no. those. Bookseller. We have The <laughs> Book Seller, right? Is one of our local booksellers. That's mm-hmm. in Temple, right? Bookseller, yeah. like underneath the thing. What's another one? Oh. We have a couple.
2: There's one in Belton. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Sorry, <laughs> uh, playing life. I was Other book west recommendations? Uh, Griggs. I don't think there are any local books. <laughs> did it work? Oh, I did it the it wrong worked. way,
0: Jim. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you gotta do everything backwards.
0: Bring uh, uh, the Bible.
2: Bring the Bible. Yeah, mm. it's good.
1: Mm. I think I don't know if we're done. Well, do we? Can't let it go section. Can we do that again?
2: Yeah. Oh, well, and, and one That's... thing
1: I was just... No, you don't like go it? Ahead. I think people Yo, you just like it. just
0: sprung it on us. Oh my goodness, you sprung it on me. Okay. Oh, God, I can't. Let go. Oh,
1: it's okay. okay. Go ahead. Joey can veto. No, no, go ahead. Full...
0: I can't. It's fine. We're good. We're good. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> well, I no, I was going to just ask one one just general question of um, what... Oh, how do I frame it? just for you guys what what personal ways are you staying sharp spiritually when all of your routines are messed up when your locations are messed up when you know your jobs are messed up whatever you know everything's kind of thrown up shake shaking in a bag and thrown up in the air Uh, are you doing anything Mm. differently in your spiritual habits to to stay sharp or any suggestions for anybody even if you're not changing everything Mm -hmm.
3: that's Mm. good just trying to keep the parts of the routine that I have, you know, because it's really easy to think, oh, well, I'm going to be a later or going of course, then I won't do it. Uh, but, but yeah, just keeping the routine if you have a routine mm-hmm. and as much as you can, because the work stuff, I mean, the working from home stuff is so not, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you don't know you're stressed until all all of a sudden those pop out and I go, oh yeah, my body does that when I'm stressed. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was, was going to say-, say
0: that related, to, oh, sorry, related to that is, is the thing that I think it's going around the internet. People are seeing it, but like, get up, take a shower, get dressed, like start mm-hmm. your day. Like you would start your day mm-hmm. if you were getting out and moving out and going for me, I'm realizing mm-hmm. it's a little harder not having all my books and not being in my space. So like, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense or not. But like in my office, everything is the way it's supposed to be, and that's where I spend a lot of my time. And so,
2: I do a lot of it there. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a really good all the all the above. Yeah, have, have routines and create new routines. And I think Chris, you said this maybe last week. You know, build a schedule for your kids, build a schedule for yourself. Um, I'm glad we were already doing the prayer focus before this all happened. And so I'd already kind of had i I'd already doubled down focus on prayer time in the word. Um, and I should say it's probably easier for me cause I don't have whining kids. Although I do have <laughs> one of the college kids did come home because she's doing online school. She's not whining, but she is doing like, you know, voice practices, you know, so there is now more noise and commotion. Mm-hmm. Which is for the most part pretty good, pretty positive, so. yeah, I'll say I've been failing miserably
1: at the schedule thing <laughs> we've been uh yeah, I gotta get back to like sleeping at the right times, and man, I'm not even a gym rat, but i I was sad that I can't go to the gym that that mm-hmm. had become a little bit of a man but and I'm having a hard time like forcing myself to go run around in the rain, um <laughs> to stay healthy if it'll stop yeah. raining, Lord, please let it stop raining, oh. uh. But yeah, I guess so. I'm, I'm, that's part of why I wanted to ask the question because I feel like I've, I, I gotta like restructure and, uh, knuckle down. But, uh, I think, uh, one, one encouragement I think I would say to you and to myself is watch out for the being online too much. Um, there's, mm-hmm. I think there's a, there is a danger of like, I, I, there's a bunch of great churches trying to push out content and, um, Obviously, a bunch of news sources trying to tell you what's going on, and mm-hmm. I, there's just too much right now. Whenever I, I just look at Facebook, and um, now that we've got again, when the schedule goes out the window, you have this temptation of, oh, now I'm going to do the thing I used to do ten minutes a day or whatever. I'm going to fill in all the space with that, and and you really, really do get this happening every day. I need to do that too. And and uh, a while years ago, I was at a conference um, that just said. The, the speaker said something like how many prayers have been stolen to pray to God and have that silence and, and have a sense of peace. So that mm-hmm. probably should be part of our, our routines too. Are you making space for quiet? And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for anyway, sure. Again, not preaching at you. I need, I need that for myself, but
2: maybe that's helpful mm-hmm. to someone else too. hmm. Yeah. And I think, uh, I would just limit your time on social media. You know, I mean, I think there's this sense of things are going on that I need to know about, you know, like the Bell County might, you know, make some new order and I need to look at it, but that can be limited to certain times. That doesn't have to happen nonstop all day long.
0: Fair enough. (laughs) It's good. Mm-hmm. Alright, Chris wants to do can't let it go. The things that my brain constantly is going back to in the background whenever I have a pause minute. That's how I'll describe can't let it go. Mm-hmm. And mine are at least today for me. You all <laughs> can describe it however you want for you. Uh mine today for me are well recently for me are the Jordan trip. Is it gonna happen? If it does mm-hmm. happen, don't you scramble, get a team. Right now, it's still in limbo. And mm-hmm. then uh, impact, the same type of feelings and ideas with impact. Like, we want impact to be great. We want to make impact happen. But those two being in limbo is constantly kind of in the back of my brain. It's when mm-hmm. I can't let go. I don't know if that's fair or counts as can't let it go. But those are my two, probably because there are two things that I really love to do that are either going to be drastically changed or maybe won't Mm -hmm. even happen so we'll see this isn't a like spoiler alert or Mm -hmm. inside information or anything about anything getting changed or canceled i just mean that's Mm -hmm. what's going on in my brain yeah for those of you listening Mm -hmm. i didn't just say anything (laughs) to mean
2: or hint towards anything say or not say anything or (laughs) nothing
3: (laughs) Stock plummets are gonna dive again. Thanks, Joey. Bye, 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 bye.
2: Yes,
1: this is also uh, my. I was fighting for whimsy, Dave. We, whimsy. I just want whimsy in our podcast. So even if it's just something fun or funny or happy, oh, cool. anyway. can't
0: let it go was really whimsical for me. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. That's good man. That's
1: good. I'm just saying. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be serious. It can be serious.
2: Mm.
3: So yeah. this must have been something that started before I came into the podcast world. So tell me the whole oh, yeah. story
2: Oh, just anything not stuck bad. in your mind. Just you keep uh, thinking about it. You can't let it go mentally. It yeah. can
0: be right. work-related or not. Or it
2: could be physically. Yeah. It could be like something you've been carrying around for six weeks now and have not let go of. He's mm-hmm. got a rock in his
0: pocket. <laughs> 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 can't let go of this rock. <laughs>
1: forever I don't really have one I just wanted to have fun keep having fun I wanted people to keep listening because at the end there's going to be fun it's mm. the icing the end of the podcast yeah. but yeah. we're failing people it right
0: definitely, now people definitely are going to keep listening just for this mm. um,
1: so. this,
2: this amazing content so my can't let it go is um I don't think I have one yeah I don't think <laughs> I Go ahead, go ahead. This See, is why we killed Chris. on. Good go on Chris. I just can't, I can't think of what it is.
0: Yeah. I, what got is your, one. I don't put videos in the show notes of my children, but if you can imagine yesterday, Joseph was running and they're using it to like drink little bits of water out of, and then he got a spoon and he was banging on it like a drum, maybe more like a cowbell, I guess. So he's banging on it and he's going back and forth between I need thee every hour, and um, praise God, and um, what else? Uh, There are three persons, and he's, you know, how old is Joseph? Two. So it's like all not confirmed, but he's just banging a steady steady beat, steady rhythm, but just random words to everything. And then at one point, it was like, there is something in the bowl, and it was, it's I got video of it, but I won't post it on podcast. Maybe I'll send it to you
2: guys. This is the one for me. Yeah, that's your can't let it go. My grandbaby yawning. Baby Dava. Baby Dava.
0: Little Ava. Only some people can see it. It's Um, audio. I
1: have I have something to say for my children because they've been begging me to do this. Mm -hmm. Muffins. There you go. it's, they have been dying to have me do that at work and on the podcast, so I'm not really sure why. But I will say the funniest thing. I've already told you guys this, but it's still cracking me up. I'm I guess we bleep this
0: out. I think bleep.
1: because yeah, of muffins. Oh, 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 yeah.
0: No, what's coming? I just know what's coming.
1: You know? Oh, okay. Hour right. hour. All right.
0: No, go for it.
1: No,
2: whimsy. Yeah. You took it away. You took what? You stole my joy. <laughs> <Jeff>. <laughs> Joy is gone. <laughs> so, if any of you all listen to the radio show called the King Biscuit Flower Hour, they would say, "Girl, you thought he was a man, but he was a muffin." No. Okay.
1: How old are you, Dave?
2: People exclusively <laughs> prefer cupcakes. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know.
1: that's good. I can't remember the well, rest of it. I'm Bacon sorry, cousin. Okay. But you, all my kids will be. All right, we made it through, boy. It. All right, I think I should Jim, say a prayer for the peeps.
0: Mm.
3: Jim still has to do a can't let it go. Oh, Jim, okay. you got I, I can't get that out of my head. That can't let it go thing. Mm. Whatever that is.
0: Well, before we let you pray, Dave, I'll just say that Skype was an interesting medium and maybe it will work again in the future. Maybe it won't. Maybe it did work this time. Maybe it didn't. I don't really know, but uh, I think there was one point where we might have lost lost connection for a minute, so I don't know. Mm. We'll see. But uh, our commitment to you amidst this global pandemic is to, at, at a minimum, continue to provide services on Sunday and provide a Sunday recap on Monday. That's our goal. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can meet or exceed that goal. Um, our ministry directors are cooking up some some other ideas and other things. Some of them are really cool. I was thinking about talking to them about them in this, but they might not be happy with me if I just dropped mm-hmm. their ideas live. So uh, I'll, I'll save that for a later time when they're ready to announce them, but they've been working on cool things and thinking about things. They've been praying for you guys, thinking mm-hmm. about you guys. Um, they miss being together as a congregation. We miss being together as a mm-hmm. congregation. Sure, And, uh, We look forward to the time that we get to be back in our normal normal and we like encourage you guys to work through what it looks like to be in this different new normal Mm -hmm. for what may be a short time and may not be. And the staff knows my opinion on which it will be of that, but.
2: Could be 10 years. Who knows?
0: Uh, I'm going to take my glasses off so I can't see either way. How about that?
2: Mute your video. No, I'm just joking. Safe either way. Okay. There I'm going to close my eyes. God, we thank you for the chance to gather electronically with people and uh, communicate. And Father, we pray for our medical workers that you would keep them safe, that you give them strength and wisdom and energy and the additional resources they need. We pray for those who are um, older or who may have other uh, current illnesses or immunocompromised in some way. God, we pray for protection. Pray for those of us that are young and strong that we'd be to be able to help out, whether that be through social distancing or through donating blood or just through supporting and mm-hmm. uh, encouraging and praying for our neighbors and friends. Father, we pray for those that are stranded. I saw something come by on our Facebook feed that someone stranded overseas. We pray for those that are separated from loved ones. Um, we just pray for all the chaos that this is causing, many different sorts and, and varieties of disruptions. God, we know that you are the God. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: No. Mm. Well, thanks for joining us on our journey. This has been Sunday Recap, the weekly edition of the Grace Bible Church Podcast, where, at least this week, we attempted to talk about life and faith based off of our sermon uh, this past Sunday. For more sermons recording, sermons recording now, you got me speaking weird. For more sermon recordings, for more podcasts, to submit questions or comments, you have begrace.org. Uh, To watch our live streams on Sunday mornings, begrace.org slash live. For more information about Grace Bible Church and to see our new website any day now, begrace.org.